This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 198. Are the new factions too good? Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. No, I want to make a promise at the beginning of this one. Yeah. No bitterness. Ooh. None at all. Because all right. I've noticed that me and you are grumpy, bitter jerks, uh-huh. and we suck. And I want to fix that. Okay. Right now. Okay. Start. I want to go into the next Hunter, 100 episodes. You sound a little Positivity. Bitter. You sound a little bitter about it. No, I don't. Okay. I sound great about it. <laughs> I think I sound like a nice, nice boy, good person about it. And you're going to sound that way too. Uh-huh. I feel good. Or, or there will be consequences. Okay. All right. Uh, good consequences that good. are fun. Oh, boy. Positivity. We get a prize. Yeah. So this is our Hey, galact- welcome to. No, shut up. Shut oh. up. In a, good way. In, a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Hold your hold your tongue for a moment, my fun sir. <laughs> I just want to welcome mm-hmm. everyone to the show. Hey. Welcome. How are you? It's me, your favorite person. Yeah. Huntar. It's me, your f- second favorite. That makes me feel. We are tied for first, oh, Matt. We're tied. Your favorite person, Matt, here. Ooh, sweetness. Goodness. <laughs> How are you today? I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode, it's a Galactic Council. We're hanging out with you. You're hanging hanging out out with with the council. And this is a hangout episode. No rules, just right on this one. No rules, just right. No prep. Actually, I should say no no right, just rules. Because we do not write these episodes. Uh, These are off the cuff. Straight out the dome. We only get... Uh, a topic idea from the Galactic Council. If you would like to join the Galactic Council, it costs $5 on Patreon. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, we do a vote every month on the next topic. Yes. Um, so there this you go. This is this one. And it's, yeah. it is, are the new factions too good? It's a thing we've been thinking about a lot. We finished all the faction guides, introductions, I should say. And uh, we're trying to take stock because uh, the new factions, most of them at least. Yeah. Seem very good. They seem pretty good. Argent and Empyrean both have stellar win rates in the uh, tournament. Uh, in the tournament, yeah. In the tournament. Yep. Uh, NRA do generally great. Uh, Nomad, Nomad for a while had some streaks. Yeah. Yep. And Titans are very good. Mahawked falls a little bit behind, and they're the only ones. So we probably won't be talking about Mahawked too much today. I don't think there's a concern there. Yes. With Mahawked being right. too good. There is a concern of is Mahawked too mean, but that's a topic. That's mean not- to who? Like a person, kind of, I guess. No, no meanness. No meanness. No that's more. why, and that's why we're not talking about Mahawks today. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they are disinvited, yep. not forbidden, not rejected. Yeah, we just scheduled a thing and didn't let them know, which is not mean. <laughs> that's not a mean. It's you know when you have that one friend and they wouldn't be good for this, yeah. and they wouldn't be good just for this. It. This hangout for this hangout for this hangout. It's your college friends and your high school friends. Maybe that's. Maybe that's like a different It's a crowd. different group. Yeah. And it's not mean. Right. You know, specifically not inviting Timmy. Right. But 
It's something you're doing for. It's for Timmy. Right. You because know, Timmy hates those people. Right. Timmy and Gladys would not get along. Yes. And Timmy and Gladys. You're doing my Gladys best, a my favor. best, best buds. So, uh, answer the question right now, Hunter. Are the new factions too good? Um, ooh, I was gonna say no. Okay. But but new policy. Positivity. Oh man, this is hard. <laughs> Um, well, okay, too good meaning bad, what? because we don't allow that anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Too good, too good meaning, uh, it drives me wild that they're so good, and I love them <laughs> with my whole heart. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> um, I, I think, uh, too good as in, do they, do they make the game worse? Uh, I would say no. I actually think that the goodness of the new factions is they're like right in my favorite spot. Yeah. They're playably good. They're playably good. Right. Um, and this might be, I feel like it's kind of a weird, I, I will say this though. Am I, do I feel like they've, they're naturally overrepresented as far as how much people are playing? They're new y'all. They're new. So, so there's a whole problem there of their, especially before the tournament started when everything was like brand spanking new. That's all anybody was playing because everybody wants to play one of those factions for the first time. And who, who can blame them? Yeah. The, with these hot new. That's all we've been doing. Yeah. Hunter and I for seven months is oh, yeah. just playing. And we get new... to pretend that it's our job. Right. Exactly. You know. Um, so more how I would choose to define this question is um, not like do the new factions have a better win rate. But um, the, I think the prevailing theory would be. These new factions were designed with all of the features in mind. Yes. From so, top to bottom. And and in some cases, I mean, that is obvious because they are riffs on the new mechanics. NRA is an exploration faction. It does not exist without. Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Nomad, same thing. Mahakt, same thing. Imagine what Mahakt would be. If you so like, let's say you had to depokify <laughs> right the the pok factions. Some of them wouldn't work. They don't at make all. any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and to that end, there, you know, the old factions had leaders slapped onto them. Now, yes. some, I mean, some of them, it was like, yeah, this is this actually makes a lot of sense. This leader well, like kind of, Sardak, it's like <clears throat> completely a whole changed new the whole thing, deal. right? Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. They've made a new faction out of just the existence of the leaders. Yeah, but in some of them, it's like I don't know. You get this? I mean, half of them, it's like. You are gonna fix your round one, your bad round one. That's all your agent does is fixes your round one. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, con- no, but not like that. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but the- but it's like congratulations, like in the last episode of Evangelion. <laughs> you know, no, Omedeto. You know what I'm saying? Oh you get what I'm? Are you here I with me? I feel great about whatever Hunter's talking about. <laughs> um, so. But but the new factions got to be holistic in in their design of like well the the you know the agent will exist to accomplish this goal for the faction without it being like a like what do we add to like Hakan's whole thing I don't know yeah um same with well Max. actually they added a great I mean I think the Hakan well, yeah the agent Hakan is hilarious agent and rules and, yeah. and blends in very well and it's hilarious yes yeah. um but so to that end. I, I will say that the new factions definitely all feel more cohesive mm-hmm. than most of the base game factions. Because as far as the the POK additions fitting yes. in naturally, I think that's fair. I think Argent is somewhat the be- critical, so I don't approve. Oh no, it's somewhat <laughs> critical. Some of the 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 Argent one, especially where it's like that commander. Even though it could be just like I mean Jolnar's thing is like very similar and was just kind of slapped onto Jolnar, but to me that feels like a a 
critical personality trait of the Argent flight is that commander. Yeah, you know, I was going to kind of say, so I'm going to agree, agree, but in a negative, in the of opposite direction. So I actually agree with the opposite opinion. Um, so it's still positive. <laughs> uh, I think that of all the POK factions, Argent is the one where the heroes, or the leaders, uh, seem the most like the base game logic yeah yeah uh, except for like the agent is like fixing a problem they have three planets right. in it's their as if system. they design it's as if dane designed a base game faction that started with the problem and then he made an agent to fix it yes yes <laughs> the mech feels like critical yes. part of the dna oh i love it love it yeah. love it yes 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 totally, um, totally but yeah i so so to that end there's a certain sense of when you play a prophecy of kings faction they do they feel smoother to yeah. play to yeah. me yeah excluding mahawk probably in this as well because mahawk is crazy well mahawk's whole thing is just i can't i, I haven't played i don't, think, mahawk, I don't so. think the um not problem but something like a problem but not necessarily problem <laughs> something very similar to a problem <laughs> but is not like more exhausting <laughs> than the alternative <laughs> <laughs> i mean this bit is Fun. So relaxing and makes my eyes roll back into my head. Wow. I love it. You get extra sleep from the bit. <laughs> uh, that's a benefit. Um, so with Mahawk, I would say that I don't think their problem has anything to do with smoothness. Yeah. I think it has to do more with, like, I, I think all the Mahawk elements, not all of them actually, but I think a majority of them actually play off of each other uh, quite nicely. To me, the problem with Mahawk more has to do with what does this all add up to? What does this allow me uh, to do exactly? Um, the only, the only, like I said last week, or la not last week, last episode, yeah. um, the only, like what I would call road to nowhere with Mahawk outright is, wait, actually it's more, it's it's more two, than I thought. The, There's the infantry. The faction tech and the infantry. Right. Um, those are the roads to nowhere. And actually the faction tech goes along with the infantry, right. so that's fine. Right. Um, but beyond that, uh, I I think the rest of it has cohesion. It, has it cohesion, all makes yeah. sense. It's just a crazy faction to play. It's like a crazy inversion of what you do into it. And so that that's a uh, that, none of that is a problem at all. It is all legitimately just like you have to kind of rewire your brain yeah. to play Mahawk. Yeah, is, which is interesting. But um, so so let's get back into. I think then what we have to do is we have to decide. I mean this this episode is not just like are the new factions. Are all the new factions better than all the... So I don't want to, like, go through and, like, weigh everything. We're not doing a tier list right now where we decide to put all Ooh, the new factions on Ooh, but why not? They love oh, it. Oh, tier lists are fun. They love it. We You'll love it. You'll yell at us, and we get to engage with our audience they don't yell. in a meaningful way. They no, don't yell. They, yelling's they, fine. They, I they, yell all the time. <laughs> I love is, yelling. No, you're on an acceptance bit, and I'm on a, like, translate your uh -huh. universe bit. <laughs> um, they're just agreeing in the opposite direction, Matt. Sure, 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 uh, sure, sure, sure. I think that... Um, yeah, when it comes to the POK factions, um, we're getting a lot of data. There's a lot of recency bias. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of base game factions that uh, are better than a majority even of the POK factions. Yeah. Can we play that game real quick? Let's play that Let's game. Let's play a little game. And I'm I'm also, I'm judging them on that cohesion level too. I would like yeah. to just, just for my own sake, think about which factions have the most cohesion with all their new stuff. A good example of not this is like why people don't are not hot on Nalu right now. Sure. Nalu probably has legitimate problems, but also nobody's excited to play Nalu because it's just like a bunch of disparate things that kind of don't don't have don't it's make true. any sense. It's true. Cohesion though, I mean 
Well, I, I, would, I would push back on the don't make any sense part, but yeah. the, the aspects that have been emphasized in their POK editions yes. are kind of like, they're just, they've been so tempered and so, yeah. oh, I don't want to make Nalu into a superpower, so let's not give, give them, them too much. But yeah. I, I mean, even in the respect of it's like, so their their commander is on brand. Sure. Ah, yes. Fighters. yes, yes, yes. Uh, I literally don't even remember what their hero is. Yep. Oh my God. Me neither. So that's hilarious. Is it the promissories? I don't know. Oh yes, yes. It's uh, it's sort of like the uh, Isarl thing. Yeah. Where you have to offer up something. Right. Um, but it's with promissory notes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, at the end of the status you for- you force phase. each other player. A- yeah, and it's at the end of the status phase. That's a weird time. Right before uh, the agenda you, phase, you force each other player. To so, give anyways, you that's my point. Is it's like a weird promissory th- note thing, a yeah. weird relic. Thing with your mech and then it's like actually a the weird, best thing they got it yeah. is the best thing they got and yeah. then a weird uh agenda phase thing that actually has like no no real value at all kind yeah of. the problem with it i don't have a thematic problem with it um but i do have a what does this add up to in the game yep. problem right. like it's where you can look at the next agenda yeah i'm, I'm totally out. into that being the style of thing Nalu got, like I, I seeing on, the future, yeah, on brand. I think all of these things fit. Like I, I, I like that stuff, but yeah, they just all kind of fell short of. If anything, I wish that Dane had committed to the mech thing of like let's let's make Nalu also like a relic fragment crazy faction. Like yeah, they're thirsty for it. They hunger right, right. for relic fragments or whatever. That would have been really if if their um if their hero had been like instead of promissory notes steal relic fragments from everyone or like their agent was in some way to like predict i, w- I would have been down for more exploration abilities basically yeah. and yeah and 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 their future site being into like they already knew what they were going to explore or whatever yeah that would I have like been that. very cool but we're not redesigning the game at the moment all that at was the to moment say, you at say the moment, like <laughs> we will we'll get there we're gonna do an expansion <laughs> wish list part two <laughs> or like a matt and hunter rebalance the game Binks yeah. patch 2022 Ooh, a, a matt after Bink's patch, we do yeah, we, Matt we, and we patch, patch Bink's patch. Yeah, that's um, but no. Let's let's what what factions got like a, a cohesive arsenal? Clan Asar's whole thing. I mean, they obviously also just got better, mm-hmm. but all of their stuff like blends in. I agree with with their whole. Th- I mean, some more movement. It's, They're just as good as they were, and now there's some. It's like they didn't get anything that blows me away but the stuff well, they got is good their stuff blows me away and and also well, go ahead well well how, why does it blow you away uh their the extra movement is crazy and does crazy things sure yes get the the free mechs on exploration is crazy like you just get all your mechs like immediately yeah yeah it's pretty ridiculous That's or pretty just cool. like whenever you want but what i mostly get excited about is i, I people aren't playing a ton of clanisar because we all agree that clanisar is just like a powerhouse and too scary good. to play but I uh, really dig their commander in the same way that I dig Sardak Nor's. Like, it kind of redefines the faction. The Sar commander lets them do crazy stuff. If you really, if you like, focus on it and pay attention to it, you get to like really <laughs> abandon hope and like send everything one direction, but still mm-hmm. just constantly refill your coffers elsewhere. Like, I, I'm that in conjunction with chaos mapping. I'm not saying you use them together. I would not agree that this is on the level no, it's of not Sardak a, Nord, sure, 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 but sure, sure. it's good. It's good and it's and it does some crazy stuff that I think is very interesting and makes me interested to play Clan of Sar again. If you if you don't remember their their commander off the top of your head, um it's whenever you produce infantry or fighters, you can place them at any of your space dots. Right. Not even not the one which, you, una- which keeps them all I mean it's infantry and fighters, so 
whether or not they are unactivated is less important than a ship. But still, um, the fact that you can build infantry and fighters like across the map from where your activation is or whatever, yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. That is pretty um, wild. So I'm, I'm, you know, I just think it's very cool, and I think their whole set makes a lot of sense uh, as a unit. I think um, Necrovirus, uh, while they did not actually, their stuff does not necessarily, I think thematically make all that much sense. Um, they got things that only make them better. I mean, I think there's a chance that Necrovirus is the best right. uh, faction in the yeah, game. Yeah, if, if you returned to, like, Magi math standards, if we if we got back into just, like, let's run the calculations on them. I mean, the, re- the big thing with Necro that I've started to catch on to as I have finally seen them in some games is there's, like, not a bad strategy card for Necro to take. No. Nah. I, mean, I mean, based on what they gen- generally have access to. Like, basically, before it was like, yeah, you can take tech, and it does leadership for you. So tech and leadership are both good for you. And then they added politics into that. Yeah. I mean, they are like, I mean, they're like a flying car. Like, right. I don't know. They just like, <laughs> they just make their own everything. Everything. Yeah. They're just, they're just a closed system. Just like we have a great economy. We yep. can get command counters if or command tokens if we need them. Uh, we've got plenty of uh, tech is easily gained. And when yep. we gain tech now, we get, we draw an action card that we can turn into two trade goods, even if it's a bad action card. Yep. The hero is not a game changer, but it's just something good happens yes. to you. It's more good stuff that's yes. just unequivocally good. Just like, yeah. yep, here's a gain get, a bunch of stuff. Get some trade goods. Destroy uh destroy units on a planet. You don't even do that one half the time. And right. It's great. Right. Um gain a tech. You just gain a random tech. You don't even have to with yeah. the hero now, you can research a tech that or you don't research, you gain. Yeah. It's gain, right. which means you just get whatever you want. Yeah. Um so it's not it's I mean basically Necro has Lightwave Deflector baked in now. Totally, totally. You go find a blue skip and you nuke it and you get Lightwave Deflector. Yep. yep. Done. You don't I mean you don't even have to do that that's in a game where you just didn't poach it off somebody easily, you know right. what I mean? Right, because people are researching Lightwave Deflector all the time now. Yeah. So you probably found someone to get the, it. The the mech for Necro is a little underwhelming. I mean, all it does is give you a combat bonus sure. if you're battling against somebody that But those mechs go with your flagship so i don't care totally they they could have had no ability yeah that's true and the fact that it works against two people that it hits on a four is ridiculous that flagship there are two people on the board that not only could they already not take your home system but two of those players they couldn't even dream of doing anything about your home system okay and then here's here's just like a so so the thesis here is like are the how good would the new factions have to be right. in order to be de facto? Right. I'm not, I'm not talking debatably. I'm saying de facto better than Necro right. is right now. I don't think any of them. I think I I, I think you've got a bunch level. of factions that are now debatably in the top five. Right. And depending on who you are, the depends on how confident you are. I think there's like I think half the factions yeah. could be in the top five right, right. now. Personally, right. I mean, I think I think. Uh, all the POK factions except for Mahakt could be considered for that, and I think plenty of the base game factions. Another one I'd want to talk about is Asarl. I think Asarl only got good stuff. Interesting. Okay, uh, yeah, Asarl got I'll, great I'll, stuff. In fact, I'll hang out with Asarl. Obviously, their agent is just like wicked interesting. Um, it's just yeah. Anything. So they get to any use other, agent. other people's agents, meaning that if they're in a game with Mahakt, they're like Mahakt but better. Yeah. I mean, the the Mahakt right. agent is one of the best things that they have. So the fact that Asarl gets to do it as well nutty yeah yeah they're and they're i mean i i I, i'm obsessed with their commander their commander is great it's not 
wildly powerful, but it may be the most fun, <laughs> the yeah. most mo- fun mechanic uh, in POK to me. Right. Uh, I, I just think it's the coolest little thing. Their hero is funny to me, but yeah, I, I would say they kept all of that cohesion. Let me, I'm going to rattle off factions, factions that I think keep up plenty of tempo with the top six factions pok so i'm just exclude i don't think Mahawked is in the running but i think sure. the other six pok factions all have just this like solid set they will always be winnable factions mm-hmm. they do well in tournaments um it's funny that cabal has been underperforming so much but i still think cabal like has a solid algorithm i stand by i, I stand by cabal and titans being good factions that yeah. does not mean that they are top three factions right right but, like or that i would be willing to stand yeah. by that statement but I'll, I'll even say we have 24 factions so I'm gonna call even just the top ten, okay, right now. Yeah, or the potential for top ten. So I'm gonna say more than ten factions because I'm gonna say you can make an argument for all of these. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. Asarl. Here's the here's my big one. Here's my big hot take. This could be the next freaking Galactic Council episode. Y'all are sleeping on Yin Brotherhood. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> nobody's that playing. is a surprise. Here's the here's the reality. Nobody's talking about Yin Brotherhood. I said this in a recent episode, the same thing, or I said it on stream or something. But Yin Brotherhood. There are there are flaws in mm-hmm. the Yin Brotherhood's current arsenal yeah, for what yeah. POK's needs are. Sure, I, I, and sure. I I see all of those things, but Yin Brotherhood is winless in our tournament and barely been picked at all. Like yeah. it is incredibly. So when I say y'all are sleeping on Yin Brotherhood, I don't mean just like it feels like everybody's saying mean things about Yin. No, I mean you're literally sleeping on Yin. <laughs> no one's even seeing if yin's stuff is decent or not right i don't think we know and i remember there was a point towards the end of like end of pre-release you know all we're seeing all this stuff revealed i remember yin brotherhood being like one of my top picks for like best faction in the game now obviously i was wrong i didn't know how pok would play yeah yeah but when you look at yin brotherhood's arsenal the one thing i can say about yin brotherhood is you're not stopping them it's sort of like titans Mm-hmm. Where like if they get the stuff they need, you will do nothing to them. They have a million infantry on every planet. Uh, yeah, but I think the trickiness is that their commander, what, yeah. the thing that the people commander is underwhelming, on, and they have a they have a. It's major... not even just underwhelming. It's like you can't unlock it. Yeah, you, can't. you have to go out of your way to unlock it, and, and then what you get for unlocking it is too is late. Not much of anything, right? Um, but I, what, what I would say though is more than that. The agent is also underwhelming. The agent is weird the agent's super weird and 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 i similar to like how i don't think you should play into devotion i could see people trying to play into brother mile or their agent after a player's destroyer or cruiser is destroyed you may exhaust this card to place two fighters from the reinforcements in that system that i think that has uses but yeah what's funny is you just act in in action it never yeah seems to do anything yeah and yin brotherhood has a movement problem Mm-hmm. Like you are kind of forced to go blue tech if you want to like actually pull anything off. Yeah, yeah. But all that said, I think you. I, I think your point about the commander is half true because you will unblock your commander. It's just people want to rush for it because they want that green skip. And if you just ignore the green skip and you treat it like Nalu's commander, where it's just like I'm just gonna get the bonus production. It's like a light use commander. It's not wild, but it it it's got some bonuses to it. I mean, the bonuses you get one. Extra infantry. infantry per per infantry for their build. cost for their cost right so you're building three for one and then at some point in the game you double every single infantry on the board of of yeah, yours sure, with your sure, with sure, your sure. hero so you're yes, yes you get just a ridiculous but number. realistically brother omar i mean le- like let's say let's add in the extra infantry we would get from the hero yeah 
how much use do you think you're going to get out of that in a normal game? I feel like doing an indoctrination before round three, round three is even kind of fast. Yeah. But let's say it's round three. We're talking about four infantry. This is a commander that gets you four infantry. I think it's more That's than four infantry. Weight. You can build more than that. And and No, no, but the commander is only getting you. The, yeah, okay, the commander okay, okay. itself, yes. the value only of only net you four infantry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's I, t- to me, it's I, I've pushed to unlock it round two, and I get that that's going out of your way to do that. But, like, I'll talk to my neighbor. I think this is a play style thing, though. It is. I think this is, like, for you... I'm Maybe this it. doesn't sound that sure. bad, but I totally get why other people are looking at this and being like, not impressed. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the hero is the best thing that they got. And the hero is just uh rise of the Messiah, basically. Well, it's a lot better than that, but okay. I mean, it, 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 how you, you would literally have to plan to make it better than that. You know what I mean? You'd have to like set up your game to be like, I'm going to set my game up well, like no, this no, 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 no. so that I think you're thinking about better. it all wrong. I mean, the, okay. So, so the, the hero for each planet, yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah. an action for each planet, I get contains, it. I will read into the listener for each planet that contains any number of your infantry, either ready that planet or place an equal number of infantry from your reinforcements on that planet. Yes. If we're thinking in terms of the Yin brotherhood that makes it to Mechatorak and parks there, this is the, like, your home system and Mechatol Rex are now no longer even a question that the rest of the table gets to ask. That's fair. I, I think... don't think about it of, like, I've got ah, three infantry on every planet and it took forever to set up. I had to get transit diodes to set that up. And then I double them and, oh, that's cool. I think of it like I pinpoint, like, a couple places that are never getting taken ever. And I drop them in. I don't know. I, I don't know that I buy the idea of it n- never... The, of 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 it really locking it down and also like yin being a mechatol rex faction is that still a thing and still POK? a thing yeah. yeah are they are they too slow quite, probably, to actually get there yep. and do this but I, i'm not i'm not saying it's impossible i'm just saying like i get why people are under well i'll be clear i don't i don't mean exclusively custodians in fact i don't mean custodians at all i just mean sure i mean Taking, mid, mid and late game mechatol. right yeah, but, okay yeah, yeah. all right yeah. so let's let's push off yin a little bit uh, Extra and Winu, we know with certainty are bonkers, crazy. Town. Very good. Um, Extra, they both have winning heroes. They have winning heroes. Extra's arsenal feels crazy, like just weird to me. But it it it's on brand. Their agent, I always kind of bounce off of a little bit in in weird ways. It, hey, at least the agent just kind of gets you a concrete. Yeah. Like, hey, I got I I got to refresh uh, a planet. Right. That's um, cool. But and and Winners is obviously just fixing their start and their heroes ridiculous. So those two easily in that top ten package. Uh, we're, we're all of the POK stuff. Jolnar still up there, of course. Uh, Jolnar got that excellent commander, the yes. reroll, the reroll unit right. ability dice commander for sure. And and honestly, their hero is not over, not impressive. But um, I love it though. I, I love lo- it. I, so yeah, much. I th- I think I I think it's not that impressive <laughs> as a separate idea, but for Jolnar, it's great. It's great. You cash in Sarween tools, you cash in Neural, and you get yeah, the more idea of, stuff. of cashing in all of your Hunter's Law style text. Well, and it gives you this fun opportunity that you don't always play into as Jolnar, but it gives you at the very least a fun opportunity to like. So let me focus for a minute on the texts that aren't wildly impressive all game, but would make a big difference in my rounds one and two. But we often don't get it because where does it go it doesn't you know it doesn't yeah, benefit right, you anything right. later you know i i'm interested in getting those texts now because i'll just I'll turn them around i'll get yeah, them, i'll get something totally, different later totally. whatever um 
Sardak Nor, do you think they no. belong up top? So their no, new no. stuff is cool, but it didn't put them no, in the run. I, 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 Why is that? Uh, because the the command the commander is very cool. Uh, if the map is set up, uh, the ma- the commander right. can be can be neutralized by like, uh oh, this slice doesn't really just doesn't connect. Work for it. Oh, cool! I got to use Gamma to commit one more infantry. Right. That's awesome. You have, but to it's have not re- the same story if right. you have like the Riggles or something, right. and you're getting to commit three off right, of it. Right. A, a bad land bridge map just completely neutralizes. Just doesn't work for Sardax whole. Thing. So I, I, I and think- then you're back to POK Sardax, which is. You mean base game Sardak, but yeah. What I, did I say POK? Yeah, yeah base yeah. game Sardak, which is like, ah, they have some strengths, but they have major weaknesses. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, I think, I think they got some great stuff, but I think they're just, and I mean, I love the boy, the bug boys. Yeah. My bug, my bugman. Yeah. Uh, but it's, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're top 10. Right. We all know Mentax's story, underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, I think we might, some of us might be, I mean, we, we, I'm, I'm rule of the small way you numbers. are the way you are about yin I am about mentech right there's something um, there but there's I'm not gonna sauce. make the case I'm, sure. not, I'm not gonna but I think uh, we're I gonna con- I think we're gonna see things sh- happen with mentech I'm just gonna play mentech a bunch yeah and then post some videos of I'm gonna play it like 15 times right lose 14 but I'm gonna win post once and I'm gonna one. post that <laughs> well I don't know man it mentech has the highest win rate in our tournament rule of small numbers it's meaningless but is is it I don't know is it meaningless or does it have just very little meaning? I think the hero is really cool. Yeah. Uh, like in, in not, not so much in the abstract, but as far as the way people get to use it, if they're right. locking up a game is very cool. Right, right, right. Uh, L1Z1X slaps harder than ever. Yeah. I mean, they had their one thing that was their problem yep. and then POK got rid of it. Yeah. It's almost ridiculous how much more they POK made them sing because literally the only counter was planetary shield. And, and now that's out. That's out. So, so like there's none of that. Talk about a faction with synergy. Everything L1 does just blends into the whole. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They're a bombardment faction. They got more bombardment with the mechs. They got a way to get more mechs to yeah, then the do agent's more a bombardment. Awkward, though. I almost, uh, I it's, think the it's an awkward agent, but it, it makes sense because they're so stinking good. Like, it's a way to kind of, it's a way to backpedal and still be doing great things. Yeah, basically. And 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 I mean, is it even that bad? Because here's the thing. Yeah, you don't use it round one. You don't get like a round one benefit out sure. of it. But you have a five resource home system. Your round one is fine. And L one gets all four mechs out. There's only four mechs. You don't have to use the agent. Like, yeah, it's it's once per round. You're going to build one. You're going to use the agent in like two or three rounds. Like, you get all your mechs out, and then they do crazy stuff. So I- it's, it's just a little awkward because if you don't, let's say you don't use it round one. Yeah. Uh, which I, I think you should if you want to make any use of it at all. If you don't use it till round two, then we've got a mech on our home system round right. three. Right. That's what that means. Like, right. I don't know. that that's That's a little bit rough to me. I think the hero is finicky yeah but it can be good right i don't know you have to set up for it and i think i think a lot of people well we still do not understand exactly how it works and guess what nobody does because it hasn't been clarified yeah yet. and keep an eye out uh literally next week yeah <laughs> for that finally we're, we're finally sitting down with flipping finally yeah. we are going to talk about this hero we're going to and get we're going to settle the score solved. uh i am wildly unimpressed with ghost of Creus. ghost of Creus, i am with you there i don't think that Still crazy fun. I don't think they're top 10. Love them to pieces. Yeah. Soul? Soul's the one that took a big hit, I feel like. Soul's a little... But I th- still think they might be top 10. I don't know. I, th- I think their, he- their hero is deceptively good, actually. The the idea yeah, of, as an is. action in the late game, you're going to get to remove all your command tokens and do You have to plan for stuff. it, but you have to plan for a lot of heroes. Yeah. That's the point of heroes. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I think if they if they if they're gonna make it into the top ten, I think they just slipped in barely. Yeah. Personally, I I just think most of the other things, uh, most of the other factions that have gotten stuff got more impressive stuff yeah. than what Soul got. Hakan is up there easily for me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm a little questionable on Hakan too. Hakan, I feel about like Soul, where I'm like still seem pretty good. They're not necessarily blowing my mind at this point. Really? Yeah. We are, we're barely seeing them in the tournament, so it's a tough call to make because nobody wants um, Hakan in a game with a time limit. I think that... So, like, one of our favorite things added uh, into the game is the Hakan mech that allows you to sell planets. Yeah. However, I think we like that more as just, like, a cool thing in the game. Right. Then that actually means that Hakan can do... Crazy stuff with crazy it. Crazy stuff yeah. with I, it. I, I definitely... Uh, I don't have as much love for the mech as a lot of people do, especially considering all the errata we got with regards to point swapping in the Pride of Kanara. I can't even go there. The thing that's funny to me is the hero is incredible, but I wonder if there's a certain amount of people are trying to play too intensely into the hero. They're trying to over... They're trying to get too much value out of the hero. They want Mm -hmm. to do like a 40 resource hero build. Right. And they're sacrificing too much of their game to do that, and that's gonna be the like tripwire for Hakan. And it's and the hero needs to more just be like, just do, play your game, and then when you pop the hero, you're gonna get a ton of like it's, it's free value, no matter what. You you can build four destroyers, and you got four destroyers for free, like right. period. That that's fine. Mm-hmm. That is as good as some of the bad heroes just doing that, and you're definitely gonna get more value than that out of it. So, I think people get too optimistic about the hero. And if people just played standard, they would crush it because that hero is just a late game huge bonus, no matter how you cut it. Yeah, I think maybe the hero the the hero is getting used more as like a on round four I'm going to have this awesome build and then that's going to do a bunch of stuff for me uh, next round. But really, I think it's maybe better as a, I've locked this game up. Now it's time to to throw down the biggest fleet you've yeah. ever seen on my home system. Good luck. I you know what I give an argument for is using that hero as fast as possible not even waiting oh, sure yeah, there, yeah there's that too there's there's Just absolutely that lock my thing down but what do we always talk about with like the reason we don't want to do economic objectives first is because we want to spend that money on units that we can then use later yeah if i can manage to score enough points where i have this hero ready in round three I just use it in round three because those ships are going to help you do stuff in rounds four and five yeah i agree the the drawback of the hero is the fact that you're just doing standard production, so the the things just need to be built as soon as possible. Right. I, I I buy that. That's yeah. that's fine. But again, I just I just feel like Hakan is in in the middle yeah. for me. I, for me, it's the problem with with base game Hakan was that they have these tools that are only useful if you can milk them, mm-hmm. if you can make them work. Right. And now Hakan still has all those tools, and there's still things like that. And then they have a hero that extracts crazy value so yeah it's it's a bit and their agent i would say their agent directly helps them make use of finding value sure the, the agent very specifically is like well but you you now have come before it's like i gotta make sure i can make trades with these commodities but you have the ability to just give people commodities you know so. what I, you know what i think you know how like um like i feel like a lot of the pok factions have this sort of like economic slant even if it's not their main thing yeah so i think in a way that has sort of made my stock in right. hakan okay. kind of lower because we've got 
Nomad that also competes with Hakan for being this economic powerhouse. And we've also got Empyrene. Yeah. Uh, we've also got, you know, Cabal doesn't compete at, for being a trade powerhouse, but, but definitely, ha- it, yeah. yeah, economically has these shortcuts. I mean, uh, NRA is trading their promissory note around. They like make a very- ton of money. And then you can even make the same Cabal argument for Titans and Argent, which is n- not the same as Cabal, where it's like, it's a bunch of free stuff, but it's like, I don't need expensive stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so my right, money right, yeah. goes further. My little amount of money goes further than anybody else's. Yeah. So like Hakan, still the richest faction. But does that? But mean I think there's a lot anymore? of like okay. It's almost like uh, like to talk about it in economic terms. I think there is a uh, a new middle class. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> right. Like we're talking. Yeah. Hakan's the one percenter, but we got a lot of upper middle yes. and middle class. Right. Uh, we've got a healthy middle class right. now, thanks to POK. <laughs> um, I want to come back to Muat. I want to skip Muat. For oh, a second. okay. Um, so then it's just Barony Aletnev and Arborek. We know how we feel about Arborek. We literally did a, the last Galactic Council trash, episode. but I love them. Well, I love them, but Barony Aletnev definitely sits in a weird spot for me. I I don't think I can put Barony in the top ten. No, even though no. there are times when I do want to. I because I when I think of Barony, I still think similar to soul where it's like well they're by the books good yeah but the so i think the problem is that the so the hero is basically nothing sure that's a problem i think the commander is the commander's cool great it's it's, i don't i don't know that it's great i think it's cool yeah uh i the only thing that i think they got that is really really great is the mech i love the mech sure um being able to deploy at the start of a round of ground combat uh it's like a it's not it's like a new thing. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it actually even goes with what they do, yeah. but it's great. Yeah, it doesn't make any... We, we've said that before. It doesn't make any sense as the Barony ability, but love it. Um, yeah. And I think their agent is great too, but of course, you know, one extra die roll for, you know, one round of combat as an agent ability, whatever. But I, I think war funding being crazy sellable, their home system is still the best home system in the game. Uh, non-Euclidean shielding got better because red tech got better. That's the thing about Barony that's hard to consider. Is like, okay, their new stuff isn't wildly impressive, mm-hmm. but the reshaping of Prophecy of Kings buffed Barony quite a bit. It made the tech path they really want to do incredibly viable, and Blue tech red. skips get them to the stuff they really need much better. I don't know. I'm not... I just think they got past. I yeah. think they were... I think I, I don't think it's this is not a Nalu case where they didn't get anything good because sure. they were too good in base game. I think they were pretty good in base game and then they just got kind of pretty good stuff. Right. Whereas like their competition got really great stuff. They're not an especially thematic faction. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't get any abilities that are like, wow, this thing. It's like, yeah, they're the I don't know. They're fleet, the fleet pool support. is a weird right. thing. It's to a be weird gimmick. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I almost wish they'd gotten like more stuff to lean into ideas of what non-euclidean does like i almost wish the hero lasted that we're playing designer now but i almost wish the hero lasted the rest of the game right yeah Yeah. just you no longer care about it at all just doesn't matter now um yeah like what i i i feel like in base game here's here's maybe this might be uh, uh influenced by this uh out of turn a little bit but in base game i felt like you know, the eighth best faction was L1 and the ninth best was Barony. And depending yeah. on your taste, right. you would maybe switch those around. Right. 
And I just feel like L1 clearly got all the better yeah. stuff. That, and then, it's, it's it's so funny when you put it that way because I'm like, well, I think Barony's still pretty good. Well, except, oh my God, L1 and Sar and and Necro got like just the whole kingdom, didn't they? Yeah. And so it's yeah when when you really that's what the I think that's the mistake we all make, myself obviously included. I just did it, but the mistake we make when we say like you're sleeping on X faction, it's like I'm not sleeping on them. I think they got good stuff, but you cannot discount some of the ridiculously good stuff other factions See, got. I think that's basically where we're at right now with this game. Yeah. There's a couple ideas of factions that might be on the lower end. Uh, I'm just going to call real fast. I'm going to say Arborek, Ghost, Mentak, Yin, Nalu. Nalu. Yeah. Those five. And then everything else right. is just a big... I mean, Sardak okay. is still in the lower area oh, right. for me and Barony, but that's why... I think that, you know, when we were talking about Hakan, this is similar to, to my feelings on Hakan and Soul. It's not that Hakan and Soul are suddenly bad. Yeah. It's that everything else around them Got has gotten so good right. and so competitive right. that I'm looking at Barony, Hakan, and Soul and feeling like, you know what? Once all the things are tallied, you actually might be a lot lower than it appears to be. Yeah. Because, dude, we just talked about almost every single faction. And again, there's only five that we can all agree on yeah. as being like kind of lower. And by all, I mean me and Matt, not sure, you. Sure. You know. Uh, let's let's finish up this section of this by I said we would return to Muwat. Yeah. Muwat doesn't make any sense to me what's going on with them. Because I think they got very good stuff. Yeah, I think so too. Uh what's they, the problem? They are winless in our tournament. They well, are, that's just. But some... they're doing they're doing bad all over. They're doing bad also in just normal TTS metrics. Like what we have right now with Muat, I think, is an argument that is building, which is uh, almost my old extra argument, sort of, but not not even really how I talked about extra. But like the the story right now is uh, it's even been difficult in the tournament. Uh, Muat's neighbor went winless for a long time. I think now like two people have won as Muat's neighbor. So that was that that myth started to break a bit. But there was an idea that Muat doesn't win, but also if you sit next to Muat, you don't win. Because sure. Muat dunks on your whole because they use parade. The, yeah. Yeah. The, not just the hero, but also like the threat of War Sons sure. is like this always impending presence on your game that affects you in different ways. Um but like Muat got a ton of economic advantages. Yep. The the mech and the commander combined plus and the agent. The, the agent, agent is, is awesome. Right. So all three of those are like these major economic things. And we're talking about POK where like economies like matter because you need to be able to manipulate incomes. Like Muat does all that. But I just, why do we not see Muat winning? Why do I, why do I feel I have, like. I have no why. I just don't trust the data. I just don't I, think. I th yeah. I think, I think that. This is, I don't think that Mua is, ne I, I would actually put Mua in the nebulous middle area sure. right yeah. now. I would put them down, I would continue to put them down there with Sardak, where they're not a bottom five. Mm -hmm. And and they they filled that position in base game too, where it's like Sardak and Mua aren't Winu and Arborek, mm -hmm. but they're bottom tier basically. Right, right. But, like and and now it's Sardak and Mua aren't bottom tier, but they're like the next, the next rung up. And there's a big, 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 big gap between them and the next rung. I mean, yeah, it's weird that I'm saying this, but I think that uh, I would be down to play. I think Muat would be a faction that I would be down to play and yeah. sort of see maybe what's going on there because yeah. I've I, I played them one time thus far, yeah, and so I've mostly seen it from an outsider's perspective. I do feel like a bit of light criticism for 
Um, I do think that Fires is kind of going a little too cheap. Yeah. I think I think Muat... Well, and people a, have more money. You probably could get away with selling Fires for more yeah. now than you could in ba- base game. It was like, well, you just can't ever sell it because who's going to pay as much as it is worth? And now it's like, hey, I don't know. Hakan got... 14 trade goods turn one they yeah can probably sure, afford sure. fires yeah so i think um and i think that that the commander um should be sold uh or or swapped for something very good but yeah. that that happens right so i don't know i i i feel like it's an anomaly it doesn't make sense to me when i'm looking at the stuff that that they're not uh yeah. closing up the the you know they're they're not they're not sinking it. Yeah. So okay, let's return back to the question then. Are the new factions too good? And if we're talking like a top ten scenario, there's plenty of things we can put them up against where they all wax and wane and compete with each other. I think we said six of them all feel like they you can make arguments why they're top six factions but there's probably about another six factions that can also get that same bracket and it's very hard to decide who's above who that top 10 that. would be really competitive right yeah. now in my head um just because i think so many uh pok has if it's done anything right which has done a lot of things right for the record but i think it's made it so that it is less obvious uh, in the changes in quality between uh, the different factions. I think yeah. m- many, um, like a, a majority of them are viable. And I think in base game, there was like a top four. Yeah. And it was obvious what the top four was. Right. And now th- I don't feel that way. I would go um, another step too to say, I think what we need to start separating from our equation is the idea of like, the faction determines so much because what we're seeing in the tournament is people picking up more and more on the idea that I need to pick my slice first because obviously slice like matters more. Your slice determines a lot about the objectives that you can score Mm -hmm. and many, many, many factions can score those objectives as long as they're in the right slice. Yeah. And so to me, it seems like map build and getting good objectives or playing into the objectives correctly is more important. So of course factions that can play into a wider array of objectives are better. And that's why they end up in like the top 10 or so. But I think we are actually, what we've learned from the draft of this year's tournament is a quote unquote, great faction isn't enough to overcome just bad objectives and 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 a slice that doesn't fit with that faction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. picking faction first in the tournament generally is not very good. Even if it's Sar or Titans or whatever, you can suffer quite a bit because the players will know how to play against you and and you just have there's too many other things to work against. Whereas in base game, if you got a great faction, if you got Jolnar, right, you just you had a significantly better chance to win because there were objectives that nobody could take away from you and they couldn't score themselves. Yeah, if if the factions really are uh, more even now because they've just all so many of them have been turned up a notch, mm-hmm. then the thing that's really going to dis- differentiate between them are the difference in the slices. The right. slices are actually going to be a bigger deal in determining who's got a better shot right. versus whoever. Yeah, I I I think I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I also just think I don't know, man. It's it's fun 
the, going through that list uh, of just going through everybody like that. Real I want to play. Realize, like, POK <laughs> is so good, and I'm yeah. so glad that I do not have to just play one faction obsessively yep. anymore, and can just play whatever I play want. around. I want to play like you play, you know, just like whatever. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking. No, here's audience. what's stupid is I say that kind of thing. I say I want, yeah, you're saying to them, how, I want to play how you play. I, I, I always tell myself I'm just going to do whatever this game. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down with a faction. I'm like, well, I have to do, the, I have to play by the meta rules of this faction. And yeah, I'm but exci- why? I know. I have to get, I'm so excited to just f- like force myself to get away with from that. And, and not working on a guide is what will free that from me in yeah. my mind of. Yeah. I can just kind of mess around on. Screen. I just love the idea of just kind of having having my notes, my things I'm yeah. working on, my little. Like, and you don't know. And realizing I'm doing like, it. oh, it's done. Yeah. I just and then just being like, hey, surprise! This thing. I want to talk about me. Muat today. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. To I think do the all quality of, uh, I, I, you know, I think it'll be less obvious to people that certain things are coming up. Uh, but that the quality uh, of the episodes overall will be uh, increased, and and then of course we'll do the revised uh, POK yeah, factions, sure, and it will whatever. go on and on forever <laughs> and ever, and then it'll be version three where we go through it all again from the beginning. The game is different now. Uh, all right, I want to play a quick little game. Ooh, you want to play a game? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've you been talking about we've been talking about top ten and stuff. I don't yeah. want I don't want you to name for me your top ten, and this oh, might take God. a second to think about. No, but what I want you to do is without explaining to me any of your other tiers, I want you to give me the factions that are in your A tier. So without what? saying S tier or B tier or C tier or D tier, just <sighs> off the dome, throw an A tier Is my A tier supposed to be my top tier? I, no, no, no. It's whatever you want, man. I don't know uh, what your tiers are, but just whatever your A tier is, it's not your okay, top. Okay, okay. What, what I would say is you have an S, A, B, C, D, Well, I'm F. not telling you that because that's not what you asked exactly. for. Exactly. I'm not. So here's my A tier. Okay. <clears throat> Arborek. <laughs> I should have known you'd counter my thing with just a bit. That's all right. A tier. My A tier is Arborek. My A tier is Arborek and Argent Flight. That's funny. That's I could have done my B tier. Shut up. Is they the get it. They already get it. They already get it. You don't even have to. My E tier. Yeah. Is what? The Vool Wraith Cabal. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I went off book for you there. Ah. Do you have a game you want to play with me? We got. We're, this is only forty nine minutes. I could kill ten minutes. How do we kill ten minutes right now? Do I have a game I want to play with you? Um, I mean, I want to play Oath. We could go play Oath. We could go play Oath. That would be cool. We just got Oath today, yeah. and uh, V much want to play it. Also, yeah. it just looks amazing. Yeah. What a good. We already double we did that promoted whole it thing. last time, but it's so good. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect Two. Oh. Yeah. Um, because I played through all of Mass Effect One because I got Mass Effect Legendary yeah. Edition. I was playing a bunch of different games, and then Mass Effect Legend. I was playing Resident Evil Eight, which is a great game. Yeah wonderful game but then mass effect and then mass effect legendary edition came out and was like hey i want to take over your life for about a <laughs> hundred ish hours uh so i've been doing that my right. romance plans are interesting i'm doing a different romance path than i've done before it's i weird. romanced ashley it's weird to have plans you want to you've t- you you've already told me that i'll let you do the punchline S- wait what's the punchline? well not a punch i didn't line, know there was the reasoning line. the reasoning for why you want to romance ashley well so in mass effect one uh ashley's racist yeah and that's like her problem she's and she, maybe uh, she's you know, she's like, she's human first. I don't know how to put it, yeah. but it sucks. Yeah. Uh, and also she's like kind of mean. Um, and I, I'm romancing her to see 
if and this is a bad reason i'm saying this is actually toxic in real life but i'm romancing her because i want to see if she can change <laughs> i'm i'm trying you to make her not racist i'm trying to um and you know uh i think i think my shepherd maybe has some unexamined stuff going on uh-huh. in himself that yeah. he doesn't understand like why this is okay you know right um but yeah i mean mass effect 2 obviously i'm not I, you can't re-romance uh, Ashley, so I will be cheating. On Obviously, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, you knew that. I mean, I'm I'm gonna, you know, ro- my romance plans are to d- do it many times and frequently, um, just like in real life. Well, I was playing Mass Effect, and then my television killed itself. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, tell them about that. Your LED, one of the LEDs in two. your TV, two of the LEDs in your TV caught on fire. Literal fire. Uh, that happened literal fire huh well and I didn't believe I refused to believe it yeah I was watching Anthony Bourdain as one does and uh, then just the screen went dark you're it's 2021 and you're like I'm just now I'm just gonna catch up on this never Anthony watched Bourdain him before guy. everyone yeah. talks about what was he about well that's here's the thing about Anthony Bourdain me person who's never paid attention to Anthony Bourdain I look at him I go I feel like that guy's probably got pro- he's probably why would he be like a great guy and then all I ever see from anybody is like, I'm getting a tattoo of Anthony Bourdain on my face and I right. love him and everything he does is perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that about? That seems like an extreme reaction. Are you crazy or is Anthony Bourdain actually amazing? So I decided I wanted to learn more about the guy. Yeah. Well, and, he was a good guy. Well, I, I liked him. That's great. And uh, well, he killed my TV. So <laughs> 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 he, the screen went dark and like a little, it was like orange in one corner. And Katie was like, I think our TV is on fire. And I, as an idiot man, went, that's crazy. There's <laughs> that's, no way. There's no way. I don't. I, they're LEDs. They use like three volts of power. There's right. no. How could they right. possibly catch fire? Right. Well, it's a very cheap, stupid TV. Yeah. It, I don't even know the brand name. It's just a whatever pretend TV. It's a pretend TV. And uh, it, it was even flickering like a flame. And I was like, no, that's not fire. Uh, and then it's dead. So I open it up. I'm like, I'm going to take a look. I'm reading up about LED panels. I'm like, maybe it's a thing I can fix. I don't know anything about this, but I'll I'll just give it a go. Yeah. I It's that or no TV. So I'll see about it. Open it up. Hole inside is torched. Completely melted. Yeah. It looks amazing. It's all, It was on fire. Literal fire. Katie was right. I was wrong. I can't believe you didn't like... Like that Katie was like, seems like it's on fire. And you were like, no. Yeah. Like I refuse to believe it. Well, and it went out so quickly too, which makes sense more now. And it didn't smell like anything. There right. was no smell, but it's because the TV was like sealed up real good. Yeah. Because then as soon as I opened it, it Oof, was like, that oh, smell. this is bad. There's burnt plastic in here for sure. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. Uh, re- we recently burnt out some charger for like a camera Ooh. and that, you know, that like, it almost smells like a vacuum cleaner yeah, yeah. type smell. Smells like the inside of a vacuum cleaner, if you know what I'm talking about. Oofa doofa. Yeah. That's cool. So anyways, I'm getting a new amazing TV. Yeah. It'll be the first amazing. A lot of, uh, this is the year Matt spends a lot of money, which is real stupid because I quit my job (laughs) earlier this year. And now you have this job and it's not like this job pays better. Uh -uh. Let's be real for a second. (laughs) But Uh, I'm spending all my money anyways on a new TV and a new car. Yeah. I mean, you got to spend like there's no tomorrow. And now I have to fix all the electricals in my house because... Uh, the my house also killed my dishwasher. I, this is more than any of you need to know. Yeah, is this where we wrap up the episode? Uh, yeah, no, I think this is definitely where. Well, I mean, do we have any final Ti stuff we want to say? I mean, like we answered the question, it, uh, right? Are we going to get errata saying that we didn't answer? I, the question? I love the idea answer. that someone sat through all of that junk we just did for ten minutes. 
and then we bring back TI and expect them to like now let's make the most pungent like the most the most perfect <laughs> pungent. point pungent yeah a stinky a TI stinky TI point and 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 get a hot take right now what's your what's your hottest take right now in TI Mentac is good actually I yeah I hundred percent I'm not gonna steal yours but I I agree with that hot Mentac Mentac is good actually that yeah. that'd be my YouTube my video essay <laughs> Mentec is good actually uh my hot take I, man there's some that I've just already said before I want to try to I want to think up a new good hot take but the first one that comes to mind is that people should it is your job if Winu is at the table to eliminate them immediately yeah because they're still eliminatable it's they're still very much eliminatable and it is absolutely no the spoilers but like a, a clan Asar should not uh be held like should not ha- get heat from the table if they're sitting next to winu it's like oh yeah clan of star you get to go kill winu for us thank yeah. you yeah thank you clan of star we'll pay you to do it right <laughs> like right. that that should be the storyline now winu should not exist at tables well and i mean maybe extra I, we too. would say the same thing about extra if you could right. easily eliminate but them but if an easy. extra plays from the beginning saying i'm not going to get eliminated yeah. then they probably won't right um but yeah winu uh uh they are still. You can still harass them early. Yeah. You can. You can. You can chop them down. Can and they should can be chopped down. Um, but they're still very good. I. I. I would almost. Yeah. I. I would have to play Winu more myself to decide whether they make it into that top ten. I'm excited to play Winu, if only because the. F- the dumbest thing about Winu in uh, base game was the fact that you ha- you get ch- to choose your starting tech, and it's like yeah okay, but. There's like only one. Cho- you have to choose Annie Mass. Yeah, but now now it's like, oh, I could choose AI Dev or Annie Mass, or I can choose DT. DT. There's like a lot of good options, um, and I can just I could do Scanlink if I really yeah, wanted. You could do Scanlink. I could do Scanlink. Why don't you do Scanlink? I want to thank all our weird best friends: Squeamishimu, Botbot, Ponchadori, Brian, Kaluin, John, Son of Leto, Mate Nason, Sunfax, Absol, Rwise, Bro Duel, Astoria, and Rumor Hippo. And I want to thank a little Peace Turtles, Naderade, Patience is a Virtue, Gaskio, Dark Jutsu, Brave Sir Robin, Uncle Batty, Frank G, Carnal, my son is also named Bort, Anvilir, King Scal, 64, Samly, Alice, Kraken, Goondock, and Nick. Uh, so I am going to Portland. It's the, if you listen to last episode, I still don't know uh, the venue for that one thing, uh, but I'm doing uh, a couple, sh- I'm going to be in Portland from um, Monday, June 14th uh, until Tuesday, the 22nd. I would like to play TI with uh, any Portland or Vancouver buddies uh, one day that week uh, during the day, please. Uh, I have uh, a cool show in the park on Friday, June 18th at Laurelhurst Park starting at 6 p.m. And then on the 19th, I have a brunch show starting at 1 p.m. Don't know where it is. Message me on Discord if you want to come. And I'll I'll, I'll just let you know about my Portland Also, next Sunday, June 12th, or this Sunday? This Sunday, June 12th. At 1700 UTC on our Discord, we are recording episode 200 of Space Cats Peace Trail. We're going to be talking to our weird bears, but you get to hang out and listen if you want. The episode will be released in the podcast feed. It's, it's not like a thing where you got to be there live, but if you want to, it's a fun thing, and we're going to do it live because it's episode 200. We'll so do come, it live. We'll do it live. Uh, we can also, the next day, did I say Sunday? Saturday, yeah, June, Saturday 12th. June 12th. I typed yeah. it in wrong. Saturday, June 12th. Sunday, June 13th at 1400 UTC is the final game of the Space Cats Peace Turtles Patreon tournament prelims. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. We yeah. made it. Yeah. It's uh, all it's all great from here on out. Not to say I don't dislike the prelims, but it does. It's you have wears, to understand it becomes a slog. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
We it, knew it going into this year. We were very open about it, but it still does. It still hurts <laughs> by the end. It's like, oh my gosh, I need this to be over. Yeah. Even uh, though I'm still experiencing great games and I'm all hype in chat. All, uh, oh, all yeah, time. yeah, yeah. But yeah. boy, it wears on me. Yeah. Uh, you can also rate us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and you can find our website, spacecatspeasturals.com, for information about our Patreon, our Twitter, our Discord, our merch, etc. Etc. You can find etc. there. You can find etc. If you're looking there. for etc. There's a little we bit of etc. there. We have some etc. if you're looking for it, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to have some. Uh, how do we close this one up? We sort of already got off topic and start, talked about, like, this is where the TV bit would right, go. Right, right. Well, we I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out there, and maybe it just like, yeah, ends throw. on like, a weird informative bit. Uh, Game 36 of the prelims will finish Sunday, June 13th. Yeah. Everyone's asking. Everyone's begging me to know. Yeah. What? Why? What, what about that semis map? Oh, What's yeah. going what on? What about the semis map? What's Ooh. going on with the semis Ooh, map? Ooh, a surprise. Where are we getting the semis A surprise. Map? When's the semis map coming out? So Hunter and I will release a video uh, more or less immediately after game 36 is done. My, my plan is to record it Friday or Saturday of this of this. Oh week. my god! I'm realizing that means the semis map has to be done. That's what. That's why I you did. and I focused so hard on it earlier today oh <laughs> because it's like we have. I need to get this thing done. Yeah, I'll say this: we changed a lot earlier today. We yeah. changed just a surprising amount of stuff about it earlier today, considering yeah. it's about to come. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really we 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 completely did a new draft on a thing that needs to happen. It's like if you if if they were like, all right, so we're about to release Return of the King, but. What do you think about that ending of Two Towers? Should we maybe kind of rethink it a little bit and just uh, give it a little tweak? What I don't about know. Three Towers? What about Three Towers? That's, like, <laughs> that's basically like what what we just did. Um, I'll say this. If you are in, there are some people that are, uh, I, don't, I don't care about revealing this. We do stuff like this all the time. If you are in the secret uh, map brain trust, please let us know your feedback on the thing. If you, you're hearing this episode too late. I was about to say if you, want to be in the secret map brain trust and you did not make it to the semis you're not a semis player yeah hit me up but, but it's, too it's, late. it's already too late unless you're gonna get a game in tomorrow yeah like this is gonna come out on like thursday probably if you're gonna play a game on friday on my map hit me up yeah okay yeah 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 uh only those people no one else gets to see the map yeah but well, what about going... random people that are just listening and being like hey i have the time to play a test game on the semis map wouldn't you like yes, to have that i would yeah if you're gonna play yeah do it that's such a we need to do we we need to be smarter uh yeah if you want to play a test game of the semis map and you have time to do that like asap like you're listening to this and you're like oh i could play tomorrow or the next day or whatever uh yeah hit us up because we need to get as many we changed a lot about it today yeah which we don't normally change stuff about it this late in the game yeah so we need as many tests as possible i mean i feel confident what we did i think it's crazy here's the thing what's funny about it is the semis it's like it's only six games are gonna get played on this thing i mean other people will want to play on it but the prelims map has to be perfect perfect it has to be perfect because it's a bajillion games and it's gonna get and it's never perfect by the way it's It's always by the end of the prelims we're always like i never want to see this map again yeah but the semis map, especially because the finals map also has to be perfect. Because yes. it's like the best game of TI of the year is going to be played on this map. Yes, the very best. But the semis map gets to just kind of be wild. The semis map is always kind of more of a like, here you go. Yeah. Try it. Can you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Are you brave enough? So yeah. it's more of that. Anyways, that's the note we go out on. Okay, cool. That's fine. We can go out on that that's fine. note. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, I, I hey love Molly. You. Hey Molly, do you want to do you want to say something into the into the microphone? I got Molly right here. Here, let's okay. see what Molly has to say. <clears throat> oh, 
What sucks about this is he's looking me dead in the eyes as he does it. As, as he does this bit, he made all those noises. You only heard it. I had to watch it. Yeah. Well, good night. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>